This is a Paolo Pangilski podcast. I'm its host, Jacek Kolender. For more materials for learners of English, go to my website, polupangilski.pl. Experienced learners of a foreign language know that it pays off to learn collocations. Phrases consisting of words that often come together. But there are so many collocations to learn. Should you learn them one by one, memorize them one at a time, or maybe there is a smarter way to do this? The answer is yes. And it is based on the mechanism that allows us generally to use what we already know to understand new things. And the key element to this mechanism is a metaphor. And let's start with getting a better understanding of what a metaphor is. We often think of metaphors in the context of literature or poetry. However, you would be surprised how often we use metaphors in everyday language. Indeed, it could be argued that our language is based on metaphors whenever we talk about abstract concepts. To illustrate the point, let me give you an example. The English word grasp means to take something or someone and hold them very tightly. It's a physical action. You can grasp someone by the arm, wrist, shoulders. This idea of grasping, taking and holding something has evolved over time into an abstract meaning of understanding something. Why? Because our brains see the connection between the physical action of taking and holding a thing with an abstract action of taking and holding something in our minds. When I've grasped an idea, I've taken it and now I'm holding it in my mind. So, I understand it. When someone fails to grasp an idea, they fail to take and hold it in the mind. Now, if we can grasp ideas, ideas are metaphorical things, metaphorical objects, and the mind is a container, another metaphor we live by. So we can say that something has slipped our mind, which means we've forgotten it. When we are cramming for an exam, we are putting information into the container, which is our mind. If you say that something will stay in your mind for a long time, you evoke the idea, you bring into your mind the idea of something being inside the container for a long time. So, To sum up, if we know what a physical action of grasping means, taking and holding something, we can easily remember its abstract meaning, understanding. If we understand the extended metaphor on which this meaning is based, we realize that in English we see ideas and thoughts as objects, things, and the mind as a container. Now that you've grasped the general idea of how a metaphor works in everyday language, now that you have grasped 
the concept that our minds link one set of activities with another, let's look at the metaphorical concept that is so common that it is encapsulated in a popular saying, time is money. Let me start with a question. What can you do with money? A lot of things. You might have enough of it. You might not have much left. You might waste it. You can save it, lose it, give it to someone, spend it. You can run out of it or put it aside for some future goal. And surprise, surprise, you can use all these verbs and a lot of other phrases connected with money also with time. You are wasting my time, you can say to someone. This application will save me hours, you might hear someone say after buying another productivity app. I don't have enough time to spare for watching Netflix, the very same person who has bought the productivity app might say to their friends. How do you spend your weekends? You can ask your Tinder date. I've invested a lot of money in your education and you want to become an influencer? A bitterly disappointed parent might say. I lost a lot of time looking for the right dress. A bride might tell her friends. We are running out of time. You might hear from an absolutely exasperated project manager. That flat tire cost me an hour, you might complain, arriving late at a meeting. You need to budget your time, your boss could advise. Someone might encourage you to take part in an event by saying that it will be worth your while to participate. Our government is living on borrowed time, Liz Truss could have said last week before her departure from 10 Downing Street. As you see, a set of phrases from one field, money, can be successfully used in the context of time. And we will be looking at common extended metaphors in future episodes of this podcast. All the phrases I used in this one, you can see listed and explained in the notes. I think it's time to say goodbye. So, considering the topic of this podcast, it's only natural for me to say thank you for your time. So, thank you for your money. <laughs>